What's going on, motherfuckers? That's how Joe Rogan starts his shit like every day. Yeah. Well, hey there, little fuckers. <laughs> I've actually been listening to his show a lot lately. I feel like it's actually good for me because I suck up so much information, it like fucks with my head. So yeah. listening to him is just He's comical. He's got like every kind of guest on his show. Everything. So I'm either learning about like the most random weird shit that doesn't apply to my career so it doesn't really stress me out or I'm listening to him talk to a comedian which is just fucking comical yeah bro you know I saw him live right oh really yeah he came here wasn't he here recently yeah so I went to that show oh I still I was fucking crying it was so <laughs> funny the funny part about Joe Rogan is that he is in fact a stoner mm-hmm and he talks like a stoner but he's really fucking smart yeah so he gets really fired up about shit like, he was talking about um, women wanting to be president, and he was like, uh, my mom keeps fucking telling me she just wants women to have the most important job in the world, and I got pissed. I looked at her, and I was like, you create life, you motherfucker, <laughs> and he starts screaming, but it wasn't even like he was joking. He was serious, so, dude, I was I was dying. It was, it was a really, really fucking good. You would have laughed a lot because he did a lot of, uh, he had, like, a whole thing about um, having his baby and, oh, like, okay. the process of, like someone being pregnant and what's going on in their stomach and like how it trips them out and like when you listen to like a smart guy who knows everything about it but he sounds like a stoner yeah dude i was crying it was good though he's a comedian yeah he is did he do his bruce jenner bit Uh uh-uh oh man that shit was hilarious yeah that's what was cool is because i've watched all this stuff and it was all brand new which was dope yeah that's how you know that you're actually really funny that you don't yeah. just come up with material a lot yeah. of those a lot of those guys have ghostwriters and shit like i that. guarantee the podcast helps him so much though yeah. dude he's been coming out with like three or four a week yeah, and they're crazy. like so like his full-time job really is hours. that yeah and they're all a few hours long mm-hmm. that's crazy it's nuts <laughs> all right so we're doing a q uh q a uh we got one from i don't know who this is but they've been hitting mine up my instagram up a lot uh lately too and it's uh Kind of a funny name, Scatterbrains Podcast. Scatterbrains Podcast. I'm gonna click on this. Uh, Evelyn and Tyler discuss various topics every Tuesday. I like their first picture. What's his name? Oh, Doc Brown. Doc Brown. You know that's what Rick and Scott. (laughs) (laughs) You know that's what uh, Rick and Morty, the cartoon, is like based off of. Oh, serious? Is those two characters? Yeah. If you look at Rick and Morty, the car he drives, the guy, and everything, you realize like, oh shit, that is definitely. All right. So he said, uh, he or she, what was your original motivation to stay fit and active? I like this one. So, um, girls. (laughs) Was it? Hell yeah. I. You know what? Active. I mean, like. If you go down to, like, why I wanted to, it's probably Dude, the same thing. It's every fucking guy. Yeah. It's every guy. It's either they want to get the girl or they want to keep their girl. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. either way you spin it. Yeah. I don't care what any guy says, that's what it is. Did you ever, like, go through a point where you actually were like, ah, uh, like, I need to get jacked so no, I can. I, I or, like, knew. was there, like, a specific Dude, girl that you were like, I'm going to get jacked so no, I can there wasn't get. No, there wasn't a specific girl, but, like, you know, like, when I was... Uh, I mean, right around the time when you met me, uh, I had just um, got back from uh, like being on academic suspension from school, and I wasn't doing shit for like a year. <laughs> so I was just, dude, I was just traveling and like uh, just like kicking it. I mean, I got like the craziest stories from from like that point in my life. Um, but 
I mean, even when even when I was in school with you, uh, you're like, bro, save your homework. I'm gonna be going to Spain. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of the week, I'm going like, like what Portugal, the fuck? yeah, or even like San Diego, San Diego, just... a bunch of times. Like, dude, I was fucking everywhere. Like, I went to like because I had flight privileges to my yeah. mom. Yeah, and that's actually the only reason I even went to school. And uh, so I was going flying over to fucking uh, Wazoo, um, you know, like Central and shit like that. So like, I was just all over the place. And I was just, like, enjoying myself. Um, and, uh, yeah, like, I don't even remember what we are talking about, but... Um, Why you got fit? Oh, yeah, so the reason I got fit is because I was doing all these things. And, like, I'd, you know, I'd go to places like, you know, Pullman or San Diego or Portugal. And, like, you know, like, I was always the skinny guy. And then, like, you see somebody else who's just jacked as yeah. shit. And they got, like, this uh this hot girl on their arm and it's like oh shit like you know what i mean like fucking two yeah, plus two yeah. equals four you know what i mean so uh i think that it was just like and, and you know i saw like uh i remember i had like this cover or not not just the cover but i had this men's fitness magazine for the longest time and it was like adrian peterson jacked as shit oh yeah um like really the only football player that i know and uh he was like he's like six months so he's like my height but he's like 217 pounds or was i don't know yeah. what he is now and just solid, right? And I was like, man, I want to build myself to look like that. Like, do that, be fucking. And that's where the whole six, six foot and right. two hundred pounds came from. Like yeah. that whole goal was based off of Adrian Peterson's cover on on Men's Fitness. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like what it broke down to was just like, man, like I just want to get buff as shit. I want to be able to perform like an athlete. But ultimately, you know, I want to be able like girls love muscles. So I'm yeah. just gonna train hell hard and do that shit. See. For me, like, it, I don't think it was that because, like, I went through, like, being, like, the chubby little kid, which, where, like, I was so young, I didn't give a fuck about girls, and then I had a growth spurt to where I was just, like, chubby, yeah. and I was fine. Like, I dated, and I got plenty of girls, mm-hmm. and then it was, like, I, when I got injured in my knee the second time is when I put on a bunch of weight, and at that point, like, I was in a long-term relationship, I was sad, like, I didn't even think about, like, she wanted me to do this, you know right. what I mean? For me, it was, like... I'm tired of dudes giving me shit. Yeah. Like, I'm tired of being called chubs or yeah. fat or yeah. whatever it may be, right? Fucking Peter Griffin. That yeah. one fucking... <laughs> bro, when my <laughs> friends called me that, that was the end of it. So, for me, it was literally like, dude, I'm tired of being that guy in the group. Because yeah. you when you watch any movie, there's always the one guy. Yeah. That guy. And he hides behind his humor. And that was my thing. I was like, I just got to be funny and, like, joke with it and it'll yeah. be cool. It can only take so much. So it was like that. And like, I remember like spitefully thinking too, like my brother, which is funny because he's not the leanest guy anymore. He actually lost a little bit of weight recently, but he always had a six pack when we were growing up. Mm-hmm. He, he played forward in soccer. And even when, when I made the team that he was playing on older league, um, I was in like midfield or defense and he was always forward, super fast, super lean, always had abs. But he ate like fucking shit. Yeah. Just yeah. candy and chicken nuggets like all day, deep fried shit. Like that's yeah. all he ate, and uh, that drove me fucking crazy. Yeah. So I wanted to like spitefully be like, dude, I'm gonna show you like. I'm gonna like, be. More yeah, yeah. yeah, and and now I am. So <laughs> I guess that's what. And it's funny because I mean everything comes back to 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 vanity. I guess you know what I mean. Like. Well, I mean, my thing is always I just wanted to be jacked the shit and, yeah. you know what I mean because I thought it was going to give me the yeah. confidence like the full confidence yeah. to I always like you know you know I, I always like fit in and you know I could you know I could work my way around and like obviously like it's it's not like the muscles that like get you you, you know what I mean like I've seen 
really skinny guys or even like chubby guys with just like the most game ever. Like, dude, like yeah. I've been to like Waz when I went to Waz. Dude, that was me. I was always chubby and yeah. I always was fine. Like, dude, sleeping with like three girls in like one night. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Like you're the ugliest motherfucker alive, but like, oh, you got word, something. Wordplay, yeah, bro. Wordplay. Communication is key, yeah. man. So you got to like, utilize that awesome. shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. You got one or two options. Learn how to talk or yeah. get buff. That is funny. But I think at the end of the day, like, it almost always comes down to, like... Yeah, every dude. Yeah. Wanting to look better. Yeah. Actually, I remember a point, too, where I, I realized I was, like, sweating during, like, little tasks. I think that's when it really clicked for me because <laughs> I was... <laughs> But I because I wasn't in high school Taking anymore. Your mom's groceries in it, you're sweating. A hundred percent, bro. Because like, uh, I mean, you remember where I used to live, and I used to walk across street and then up the hill to Highline to the school, and I used to just be fucking sweating by the time class starts because it's a big hill, right? And that shit just drove me crazy. It is a monster hill. It is a monster that hill. Is a monster but I didn't walk. I walked halfway up because yeah. I lived on the hill, yeah. so it was like. But still, like shit like that just drove me crazy. So, um, yeah, I was tired of that. All right, uh, Fit Bar Cafe, which oh, I'm assuming is on uh, Andrew. Fuckers, man, these guys are ridiculous. Yeah, so let's l- break down what happened today so so the listeners So today, I, I was actually on my way out to come here. Uh, I was on my way out of the gym. I'm not going to lie. I watched the live thing, and I was like, this motherfucker's supposed to be here in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, they, they were like, oh, and I, didn't, I, I told them that I would do the challenge. They didn't tell me when it was, though, right. and this was like a couple days ago. And they were like, yeah, do you want to do this acai challenge uh, or this bowl challenge with us? It's like, it, it's going to be like two two plus pounds of acai and granola, fruit and peanut butter and all this shit. And we're going to see how fast like we can eat it, right? So I was like, fuck yeah, like I'm down to eat, you know, do that. <laughs> it's like, I love acai bowls. So then he comes up to me the day before I leave and he's like, hey, are you going to do the challenge with us? And I was like, well, when is it? Like it's in like 10 minutes. So I was like, okay. Yeah. Like, sure. So I sit down and we we have these, you know, I mean, they're fucking massive bowls. Like and it's like, bowl. it looked more than like two and a half pounds. Yeah, it was like a fucking salad bowl. Yeah. Of, or like, you know, it was like a pho bowl. That's exactly. Yeah, 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 that would actually be perfect. Like That's the perfect exact size. size. And it was like, so I, I mean, I buy it like acai is pretty light, right? And uh, when you break it down like that, it's kind of like ice cream. And there's, so there's only three of us <laughs> that did it. And, uh, I'm like, my whole kind of like the, the way I was thinking about it was like, okay, I'm just going to pace myself because these guys are going to try to go ham and they're going to either get a brain freeze or their mouth is going to get numb and they're going to tap out, right? And like Andrew, he's like, dude, I got like 20 pounds on this guy. So yeah. it's like, there's, he's going to he's gonna be the first one to tap out yeah. like, for sure. And his brother, it's like, he's on the game train, yeah, bro. He's, he's a little bit bigger. And I was like, but like, there's still, I was like, they don't have it, right? There's like, there's no way and I'm going to win. These guys fucking crushed me. Yeah. Like, easily. Yeah. And Andrew, the smallest guy at the table. He was laughing. He, yeah, dude. He was like, he, dude, he did it. And he was talking while he was doing it. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, it makes sense. Like, these guys do acai for a fucking living, right? Like, that's what they do. And yeah. they probably eat it every day. And I just wasn't, like, used to it. Like, I mean, like, my mouth. Like, when I was done, it, it felt like somebody had just, like took a lighter to my to my tongue you know how you, how you get like freezer burn like it's, it's almost so like, cold there's that like bumps on it yeah dude it yeah. hurt and i was like man like and it took me 15 minutes to get to get this whole acai bowl done Did and they, they and, and andrew got it done in six minutes and 15 seconds 
And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with these guys? Yeah, like, that's crazy. That's insane. And they just like kept on going. And I was like, they're going to burn out. They're going to burn out. They got like halfway through. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ, like, these guys are yeah. stopping. It was, it was super impressive. I did not think that they were going to perform that way. And it wasn't necessarily that I was full or that it was killing my stomach. Because I could still eat afterwards. I mean, I drank a whole greens drink. Um, 24 ounces of, of, of greens afterwards. And like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it didn't make me feel like bloated or nauseous right. or sick. It was just like the cold yeah. in your mouth. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I wasn't used to that. You're a pretty slow eater though. Yeah, I, 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 like, I wasn't always that way. I had to train myself to be that way. Which is, I mean, it's good. Like, I give a shit about it. It's, it's good because... You shouldn't, and then you can stop when you actually need to stop, yeah. or like when your body is actually full. You know what I mean? But um, no, I had to train. Even when we like are way. eating just a ridiculous amount of food, like you'll be there for a minute. Yeah, I, I make, eat when for like I, 30, 45 minutes straight. Yeah, and when I eat, I have to slow myself down because I know I'm gonna get bored waiting for you to finish. <laughs> so I'm like, because I eat too fast, so it's yeah. it's good. But fuck. So anyway, he. Uh, <laughs> He asked, how would you program for someone looking Dude, to increase their acai bowl eating me. speed? Because Theo got me. crushed on No Chill Acai Bowl Challenge. Andrew, Jacob, you guys tell me. Because whatever you guys did, so, it worked. I think if we are going to... Uh, so here's what I'll do. I, I would do. And so me, I was going to do it. And uh, I told him last night, I was like, I'm not going to drive all the way up there for that. But um, we were talking about like strategizing for it. Mm-hmm. So first of all... Eat acai or frozen smoothies like fr- really frequently because your temperature gauge is going to get e- uh, eased to it or used to it. But they were talking about doing a depletion workout right before. So my suggestion, if you're going to do a food eating contest, is to fucking do like really high rep shit for days leading in. Just deplete the fuck out of your glycogen. Yeah, but it's, it's not even that though to be honest. Because like I said, it wasn't the, the fact that I, was, I wasn't eat hungry. That much, yeah, yeah. It, it had nothing to do with my capacity. It was It was – it was strictly temperature. Actually, you know what I would do is I would have like some fries or something next to you palatable because that's what the food challenge guy does. Yeah. Like he'll eat and he did this with the ice cream challenge and then he ate warm uh, sweet potato fries. Yeah. So it like tricked his palate into being able to eat more of the ice cream. Plus it was warmer and yeah. different texture. Huh. So that would probably be the best yeah. gauge. But, but like at the same time, like then you're taking time away from the bowl. Like this guy was just fucking just. Yeah, he it didn't down, stop, dude. Yeah. He didn't fucking stop. Put the fries inside the bowl. Yeah, insane. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Yeah, you ever used to do that with like Wendy's Frosties? No. Put your fry like dip fries in the what frosty? Jesus. Oh yeah, that shit was good, bro. You were a true fat kid, bro. I guarantee if there's any listeners listening to this, comment on one. Of I my used fingers. to put like chicken nuggets and fries on my on like my McChicken or uh, on like a hamburger or something. Yeah, like, like just stack shit on yeah. there. Yeah, but I know how people dip their fries in their frosty, bro. That's like that's like the graveyard thing at a Godfather's Pizza and shit. You know what I'm saying? Which is gross when the kids would just get every single soda flavor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit was nasty. Yeah, that shit was nasty. All right. Uh, before I mispronounce this guy's name, oh, never mind. Marissa, sorry. <laughs> the Instagram name is Duna. Duna May Wellness. Duna. But her uh, her name is Marissa Login. Let's just call her Duna. Duna. Who slash what has been your best resource slash training slash class to learn more about functional range of motion, both how to implement it personally as well as how to teach FOM to your clients? Uh, so Max, Max Shank, um, his ultimate athleticism. Probably uh, been your biggest. Yep. 
so far. I mean, I, I'm doing, I'll, I'll be in Austin in November, Austin, Texas. I'm going to the Ana Academy for FRC. Um, so I'm sure that there's going to be incredible amount of knowledge uh, as far as that goes. Yeah, we'll definitely do a podcast on that when you get back. No doubt. And like, I, you know, the way I see it is because I've looked in the FRC and I've talked to guys who have done it and uh, it's, it's more for individual, like one-on-one specific, like if somebody wants to increase their mobility or really get a better understanding for well, it, see, and that's it's why more for the one-on-one side. I feel like Max Shank, well, I might be biased saying this, is really applicable to what I like to do and yeah. the tra- client, clients I train. Yeah. So he does things that are going to help you lift better and yep. get functional range of motion through your squats and deadlifts and, and pressing and things like that, which I like. Whereas like I would recommend Dewey Nielsen as well because he's like through the roof of shit, but I don't see him applying it to that kind yeah. of stuff as much. But see, uh, you know, but I also don't Dewey, follow Dewey Nielsen much. is an FRC instructor and, uh, and can stretch uh, instructor. So that's his thing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, that dude's a freak of nature though. Yeah. Uh, Max, Max recommended to me, check out like Z health. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think that was kind of like the main one actually. Um, I've, I've looked into some of their ankle stuff. They did a bunch like ankle series on mobility and yep. stretching and stuff like that, which I really liked. But um, Max, Max is the dude. I would probably just agree with you. Cause I don't really have anybody that I've gone to specifically for, I mean, shit, actually the biggest, uh, uh, influence has been you. Because yeah. you're usually the person I go to whenever I have issues with that. Yeah. So um, I would uh, – I mean I've recommended this to other people that ask specific questions like this. Get in the uh, team page yeah. because then you actually have access to us to ask us and like – because like somebody posted their clean – or it was – was it a clean and jerk? It, it was a clean was, and uh, jerk. Yeah, yeah. And then somebody posted their squat and like stuff like that because then we can go, okay, this is what you need to work on, which mm-hmm. I think is really helpful. Um, Kayser, which is Casey Kayser. Asked heavy sled drags versus sled pushes versus sled pulls. Uh, my favorite form of conditioning, but what are the differences and how should they be implemented? So, for me, um, I don't know. Like, I don't. There's not like a huge benefit or difference between any of them, right? Like, I think uh, heavy sled drags versus heavy sled pushes are pretty much the same. Um, I'm going to assume that uh, sled drags, he's talking about backwards versus sled pulls, probably forward. I always, I usually, I should say, superset the both. So you're going forward one way, backwards one way. Um, sled pushes are very similar to a sled drag as far as like muscular fatigue and lactic acid breakdown and stuff like that. Um, I don't think that there's any specific, ah, this makes me remember what I was going to talk to you about on the last podcast. So, um, I don't think there's any specific one that's better. I think that you should do them all. And I think the smartest thing is to do them all because um, we talk about adaption all the time in uh, adaptation um, and your body's going to get used to things. And I think that, and I know that your body gets used to cardio easier, right? It's not something that you progressively overload like it is your squat or something. Like you don't just add 10 pounds to your sled push every week until you're pushing fucking 2000 pounds. Like Usually you do the same amount of weight or intensity or speed or interval or whatever it may be. And for that reason, I would suggest doing sled pushes one week, sled drags the next week, or every single time you switch it up so your body really doesn't have a chance to adapt to it. Um, And if you did – let's say you're doing three days a week and you did each one three days a week. Do that system at – maybe you're doing 60 yards loaded at a sprint pace for four weeks and then switch it up and do like – 120 yards with no weight, right? So you're switching it up again so your body never gets used to it. Um, 
So like for conditioning, I think it's the smartest thing to do is to switch conditioning more frequently um, than you would switch any other type of training. Yeah. And so I think that there's no, like the difference is there really isn't any um, besides like on a sled pull, you're going to get a little more ham and glue versus sled drag and sled pushes, you're probably going to get a little more quad and calf. Yeah. Like there's really no other difference. It's still like a cardiovascular conditioning based metabolic. And for me, like the way I program it as well too, if I have somebody doing heavy farmer's walks, usually I'll have them do a sled push. Yeah. Um, just because the grip tends to give out on, uh, on a yeah. heavy sled pull. And, uh, and like if you look at their uh, protraction and retraction, like if right. you're doing farmer's walk properly, you're kind of retracting your scapula. Right. And when you're pushing, you're protracting. So that's right. smart too, right? Um, so I agree. But I think uh, – so what I was going to say is like talking about adaptation and stuff – I was listening to Joe Rogan again. He was he was interviewing a guy that's like doctor something, kinesiology, whatever. And uh, he was talking about they were doing studies to find out the smartest way to train to live longer. And he literally is saying the absolute best way is to never do the same thing. So he was like our body does adapt quickly. And if you want to live longer, the best thing to do is – which isn't going to be the best thing for muscle growth – is like literally train every rep range, every intensity, every interval, every movement, and just do everything different every time and switch yeah. it up. Because your body will grow a better cardio base, metabolic base, uh, hypertrophy base, strength base. And he was like, the the difference is, is it'll take you six years to get a specific result versus one to two years because you're not only working on one thing. But the, the studies we did, like the people who did that were so much more healthy than the people who were like, okay, hypertrophy is my focus every single program I'm focusing on that. Right, right. Which I think is cool because if you look at how we program and like how we're designing the Mindverse Muscle Program, it does have that effect to an extent. Obviously, the main goal is like strength, muscle, and fat loss, mm -hmm. but it still has a piece of everything. There's still conditioning. There's still cardio. There's still low intensity, high intensity, um, heavy lifting, low rep, right? So I think that was really, really powerful. But it just shows like how good our body is at adapting and how important it is to not let it really adapt. So with that being said, is there anything that, uh, any research or anything that you've read um, or literature or anything that on uh, longevity as far as nutrition goes? Um, yeah, actually the exact same thing. So uh, metabolic flexibility. So pretty much if I were to follow a high carb diet, my body... I shouldn't say it's unhealthy because it's not. Uh, I mean, obviously, if you have balanced calories, you're going to be fine. And if you have a wide variety of nutrients, which is more important, is going to be fine. But um, Optimal, though, not just like fine. Which you right. So like the most optimal thing is to have high-fat days and low-carb days and then low-carb and high-fat days and then have really low-protein days as well. So like some guys are doing this thing called like Meatless Monday. Mm -hmm. And essentially it doesn't yeah. matter about meat. It just matters about getting your protein like literally like half of what you usually intake or right. below. Um, your your digestive tract gets a break from because as we know, protein is the hardest nutrient. Yeah, yeah, and that's why we burn more calories eating it, right. which is why it's really good for a physique standpoint. But if you're doing that every day, it's a lot on your gut. But then to add to that um, – they did like studies where they test like people's protein synthesis rates. Like after, obviously after you consume protein that has high leucine, muscle protein synthesis spikes, that's what causes muscle growth and anabolic yeah. signal. Well, if you take away protein for a day and then you come back to it, that spike is even higher. So taking it out once a week will cause throughout the week you to have better signals of that. So these guys were building more muscle by taking a day off of protein. Yeah. So the whole point is, is for optimal is to vary everything. Like, 
your body needs to get used to, to producing energy and thriving hormones and all these things from fats, just like it needs to do with carbs. So I think like, because we know that calories are the big key. Like if we drop calories real, really low, it doesn't matter about your macros, your hormones are gonna go shit. Right. Your brain function is gonna go shit. That's gonna cause like longevity issues. But if your body can thrive on any nutrient for fuel, like you're gonna live longer, you're gonna thrive better. You're gonna get the benefits that keto and high fat diets have as well as the benefits of high carb diets because they, right. they both have give and takes. Then to add to that, again, um, varying your nutrients because they know that the bacteria in your gut is gonna thrive off of all these different foods, and I think that's the biggest issue with like a lot of bodybuilders stuff. They eat the same thing every fucking day, um, and I'm guilty of it too. Is like, I, like thank God Shannon cooks because she cooks something different because she wants something different she, every time. Right, right. So for me, it's like usually my breakfast is the same, which is usually a big smoothie that I put a ton of different stuff in. My lunch is usually one of two things, but then dinner's always different. So. That's like a real, and then weekends are usually different too, but that's like a really, really important thing. So I think the whole takeaway is like variety across the board. Yeah. And I think that this can even go into, as you know, like I'm really big on intuitive eating, right? And like listening to what your body needs. So, and, and what I've been working on with some clients is like, okay, well, let's actually listen to the craving, right? And not necessarily say, okay, well, I'm craving Ben and Jerry's ice cream. So go eat a whole pint of Ben and Jerry's ice right. cream, right? It's more of, you got to realize why you're craving that, right? Yeah. So maybe you're craving more fat because that's what your body needs. Yeah. So maybe uh, in, in increase your fat intake on whatever your your yeah. meal is, right? You can you can certainly eat healthy. Like you could even just up whatever you like if you have uh, a quarter of an avocado or something like that, yeah. and then upping that a little bit. Like then your brain is is gonna is going to get rid of that craving because you've got that fat source. Exactly, right? yeah. So, and, and that's just something that I've been playing around with because I, I noticed that, and this was probably actually right before uh, my, my daughter was born. I was like, man, like, I've been craving, like, different shit. You know what I mean? Like, like it was throughout the week. It was like, you know, one, one day it was something, like, sweet. The other day it was, like, you know, like, popcorn. So it's like I'm craving yeah. carbs and then I'm craving more uh, more fats and stuff like that. So I was like, okay, well, if I play around with this, um, is that craving going to go away? Yeah. And, and it did. I think too, like, uh, I, I, I've been practicing the same thing with people, but I've actually been doing it with myself. And that's why like, I'm drinking Dr. Zevia, which is a stevia <laughs> coat. Like, so <laughs> I, uh, but I cut, I cut out all, uh, like I don't do Splenda anymore. I only put stevia in my coffee. Dude, I don't go to Starbucks anymore. I haven't been to Starbucks in, two months and if I have I get like a black coffee with stevia yeah. no matter what um, I've cut out like like my salsa doesn't have any artificial sweetener so I started using that instead of ketchup like like literally nothing I'm not using any Pam or anything I'm using olive oil so I've literally gone like damn near paleo like to the T yeah. cut out everything I cut out dairy for the most part um, like here and there chance because I'm not eat it but like no way Dude, I feel so much fucking it's better. Crazy, right? My weight hasn't yeah. changed, but like multiple people have come up to me and they're like, dude, are you like gaining? And I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, you look hella vascular. Right. And it's like my body's healthier. Like it really just feels that way because I, I have better performance. It's I'm sleeping better. So I think there is something to say about like I, I think that tracking macros taught me how much food my body needs because – I'm eating about the same amount and I know like, okay, like if I eat that, I'm going to be going over my calories. Yeah. Like I know that. And sometimes I say, I don't care. Like I do it. And sometimes I like pull back or I'll pull back the next day. So that taught me a lot of that. But 
listening to my body, what my body needs, like you said, because there's some days where like I won't do the sweet potato afterwards and I'll do like extra butter and olive oil and stuff like that because I know like I, I just need some extra fats. Yeah. Um, so I agree. I think like if for anybody who can, like that's a really good thing to practice, um, which made me think of another thing I heard fucking, I've been on like the studies lately. So Dr. Rhonda Patrick is someone who's been on fucking Joe Rogan's podcast a million times, but I started listening to a bunch of stuff she did. And she was talking about fish oil. And I want to talk about this on the show because this is going to like – it pissed me off because I was like, dude, I've been doing this forever. Mm-hmm. So she was like, fish oil doesn't have a long enough shelf life to actually stay uh, unrancid. She was like, if you smell your fish oil and it smells like stinky-ass fish, it's rancid. It's not because it's fish oil. It's because it's rancid. She was right. like, and that's why a lot of people keep fish oil in the fridge. And I was like, fuck, when you go to Super Supplements, it's in the fridge. Yeah. She was like, the issue is – is, and he was like, oh, yeah, like I put my fish oil in the uh, fridge when I get back from the store. And she's like, well, how long was it on the shelf in the store? And he was like, oh, fuck. And he was like – she's like, once it's rancid, it's rancid. Yeah. She was like, there's nothing bad for you inside rancid fish oil. But once you take it, it can't be metabolized properly in the body. So it's like pointless fish oil. And I was like, fuck. Yeah, so just – yeah, money going down the drain. Right. So, so she was like – and she was saying – she was like, look, like if you take – she takes an ungodly amount. So like I get a lot of people that are like, you want me to take four fish oil pills? I'm yeah. like, yeah. This lady takes 10 and she's like 115 pounds. So Jesus. it's healthy people. Like you're fine. Um, and that's the upper ep, ep, like echelon. But you, you should be like at least 1.5, but more like two grams up to three grams of combined EPA DHA. So you have to at least take four to five pills a day for most of them. Um, but unless you eat a lot of fatty fish, which a yeah, lot of people don't I like, you lot, used to I eat a lot of fish. Yeah, you you used to a lot eat a lot of salmon shit like that. Like I don't eat very much, so I have to. But but what she was saying is she was like, there's a trick around this. They did the study where they took vitamin E with their fit, rancid fish oil. And what vitamin E does in our body allows like that process of metabolizing the fish oil um, to like double. So when you take rancid fish oil with vitamin E, it it like reverses that effect. Yeah. So and it's almost impossible to not get rancid fish oil. So instead of looking at it like fuck, I shouldn't take fish oil. It's like just take vitamin E with it and you're fine. Right. So I went and bought vitamin E that day and I started doing that. So do you and have, I keep it in the do fridge. Do you have now. to ingest it or is it something that like you can put on like your skin or something like that? Vitamin uh, E. Yeah. Because I, I have like vitamin E oil and I use that for like fucking everything. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't look into that part. I would assume so, because um, it all gets processed yeah, through the liver absolutely. regardless. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I thought that was pretty crazy because there's a lot of people taking fish oil that yeah. like probably. I used to. I, I I haven't for a long time. Probably like a couple of years. Yeah, that shit's a game changer for most people. That alone will make people feel a lot better. But because yeah. I got mine at Costco and all their shit's on the shelf, they don't have it. Exactly. Yeah, it in the fridge. and in like mine is too, and it's it's still like USP certified, so it's like legit test and everything. But if it's been on the shelf, like I still put it in the fridge now because it is going to be better to keep it in the fridge so it doesn't get more rancid. Right. Um, so I still suggest people if you get it because you never know. Like they could have got a shipment in that day, you could be fine. Right, but right. put it in the fridge right away and then take some vitamin E. And then when you're taking vitamin E. You don't need a lot of vitamin E. If you take overdue yeah. vitamin E, it can really fuck with your system. Yeah. So I'm not going to give any like doses on that, but look into that first. Homework, yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So we got MK Fitness 3889. <laughs> what could be the reason for – I always wondered like what makes people put the numbers? Yeah. Like the other guy was Kaiser 54. That was it for these people. I, but, think, I think that uh, some people like they'll try to go for a name and then it's like taken. So then they just put in a, MK a number Fitness that's three. significant to them. MK3 so like, Fitness 3-8. Yeah. 3-8-8. <laughs> it's still taken. 3-8-8-9. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, 
It's funny because I made a Gmail account and it was like Cody.McBroom at Gmail and it was like, this is taken. I was like, what the fuck? So I did Cody.McBroom1 at Gmail and then I thought about it and I was like, I think I made a Gmail for myself way back and I never used it because I didn't want to transfer my thing yeah. and I didn't even think about like looking into it and I was like, yeah. fuck. But it's connected to my boom boom performance one, so it doesn't matter anyway, but... Alright, uh, what could be the reason for someone with hip slash low back pain experiencing pain, in parentheses, like a sharp pinching when they do a controlled front squat versus when they drop into the catch during a squat clean? Go see a physical therapist. Yeah, no pain um, during cleans or snatches, but experiencing pain when performing a regular barbell front or back squat. Yeah, honestly, I just, I, I don't feel comfortable. comfortable addressing that. I mean, you'll, you will get some guys maybe on the fitness podcast who will... Uh, in, unless they have a, a, a physical therapy background um, or anything like that, uh, you know, they're, they're really not qualified to answer that question. I could give ideas and, you know, yes, I've, I've been around physical therapists uh, enough to, uh, you know, maybe address some things. But at the, at the end of the day, it's just kind of out of my scope. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm always the first one to to refer out to so if you have a physical therapist in your area who you know is legit um and constant continuing education really knows their stuff then um yeah go to them and i i would say like i agree but like the only thing i would want to say is that um if you're not experiencing it dropping into a cleaner snatch when you do a clean or a snatch you're like rapidly dropping into it my guess is that when you're focusing on the clean or the snatch or whatever, your body's naturally dropping into a pattern. And when you do front squats, you might be trying to like emulate somebody else's squat form that you think is right, right? Like I remember for a long time, I tried to like line up my feet a specific way and like open up my hips a certain way because somebody else did it. And then I did a squat pattern test and I was completely different. And once I did that, I realized what my true squat pattern was felt way more natural to me. So I wasn't slowly dropping into an unnatural squat. Mm -hmm. When you do a clean, you're going to drop into your natural squat, right? So I would just kind of look at that. There's a test you can do where you get in like a quadruped position and you sit to your heels. We should just film a video for it really and put it on the Instagram or something. But you can like you go narrow, wide and then or narrow, moderate and then really wide and you can see like where your hips should be aligned and where your toes should be aligned for your proper squat form. So... Like I did that with Jess and then like immediately her back pain went away because she was like, damn, I've been squatting like way more narrow than that. And I was like, well, your hips want you to squat a little bit wider. So that would be my recommendation. Um, we had another question um, from Pajarita. She said, hey guys, I hope you had a great weekend. <laughs> but I do have a question. Uh, have you heard of Appa Taman? Oh. I'm going to, I looked it up and this is why we're going to, my friend is trying to gain weight, AKA get thick. Because she's naturally skinny. I think it's natural, but it's for her appetite so she can eat more throughout the day. I told her she should be on a calorie surplus to gain weight and lift heavy with proper form, of course. Would you recommend this to anyone who's trying to gain weight? I, I want to tell her she shouldn't do it. Um, I don't know if it's safe long term, but I don't want to be a dick and bring her down. I tried mm -hmm. looking into it, but I've seen people praise it. I think it's funny when girls say, like, I don't want to be, be a dick. dick. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, so, like... Uh, the the reason uh, oh yeah we got another question damn I forgot about these I don't know about you but looking at this page it looks like a, a drug that I don't want to take yeah it looks like it might give you a boner or something like that <laughs> what is it your friend doesn't want a boner so what is it um I don't know but this website is kind of sketchy so I'm not gonna click anywhere else um it's literally just it's 
weight gain pills, appetite stimulant. So what I would say is, first of all, if you can't get it at Safeway, it's probably not something you want to dig in too much because if it's not at a normal supplement store or grocery store, then you there's no telling what it's going to do long term, and that's what would freak me out, right? Like. I don't even take fucking Advil or Benadryl or anything like that because there's no telling what that's going to do. And actually, a lot of them are saying now that it's probably going to fuck with your gut health mm-hmm. in the long run. I just wouldn't take anything natural. It's it's so much easier to gain weight, excuse me, gain weight than people think. Like I feel like people are like, like you did the same thing. Like oh, I can't gain weight. I'm skinny. It's like okay, well we're just going to eat a thousand more calories. And what happened? You gained fucking weight. Like. Yeah. It's that simple, like like you said, like lift properly and just add calories. It's too easy of a system that is proven to work and is actually safe for you to not try it. So I would recommend that above all else. Like there's no reason to take pills that you don't know. It's like it's like steroids. Like why would you – you don't know what the long-term effect is going to be, so don't do it. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I just want to say that because I don't know. There might be other people listening that are like, oh shit, like I was going to take that. Um, so another guy uh, asked Randa Lee. Yeah, click on it. Oh, it's Miranda. Man, I always <laughs> Randa Randa Lee. Like I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, ladies. She just cut her name short. Yeah. Miranda. Oh, there you go. I didn't even think about that. We're watching this new show, and this lady's name is Amantha instead of Samantha. Amantha. Amantha. I don't know if it's a southern thing or what, because it's like based in Alabama or something. But huh. weird. Um, here's a topic: getting back in shape after having a baby. I mean. That could probably be a whole episode, but um, do you want to break down a couple tips for her real quick? Man, I, I think it ultimately comes down to, to time, really, right? Like, I mean, from my experience, and by my experience, I mean, like, just being in the same house with, you know, my girlfriend and, and my daughter, um, you know, it's... It, it Especially for new mothers, right? If you're, if you're a, a first-time mother and you're not really... Uh, you know, y- you have to adapt to this whole new lifestyle again, like what I talked about before on, on another podcast, um, completely adjusting the lifestyle to now being responsible for somebody other than yourself. Um, and like, it's, it's difficult, right? Like there's so many things that you, that you think about um, on a daily basis and like, it's super easy to get just like mentally exhausted so, like, I think that ultimately, like, the, the ultimate goal is to just, like, you don't, you don't even need a gym at this point. So, I think that after, like, six weeks or something like that, or maybe it's, like, two months, um, you, can, you can start, I believe it's six weeks, though. You can start doing more, uh, like, you know, with kettlebells and stuff like that, yeah. especially, like, bodyweight stuff, which is the way to go. Um, I would recommend, like, a lot of plank holds, uh, glute uh glute work as well um just because obviously your hips have have right. taken uh taken a huge hit i mean you're pushing a, a baby out of your your fucking yeah. vagina um but i mean like there's just so many things that ultimately it, it really just comes down to time like i would say like don't worry about getting to the gym like man just do some stuff at the house whether it's squats push-ups um glue bridges yeah. plank holds and stuff like that like man i would just start there um but like you know a huge thing is time because we you know we live 45 minutes from our nearest relative and not any not everybody can come out and babysit so yeah. it's like we kind of do this trade-off thing and then you know like you're worrying about again like i won't go into the whole details of, of raising a kid but like right. you know there's there's a lot of things you got to do 
if I were to give my two cents, I would say focus more on nutrition because you can, I think you can manage it because you have to eat regardless. You're right. going to spend time eating, so you might as well make the best decisions you can in that right. realm when you can because that's going to have a huge effect on getting back into shape. Um, I think that because your body hasn't been training hard for a while, I think that like you said, just about anything is going to have an effect. So if you just do like a super intense body weight, high intensity workout that takes five minutes and you do that two or three times a day, if you have five minutes to do it, you will literally get crazy results. Um, and then my two cents for anybody who is going to have a baby is start getting used to doing smaller and quicker workouts before yep. it comes out because then you can be in better shape when it does happen and not have to stress so much about it. Yeah. And then you'll be used to doing quicker workouts. So that's all we got for today. We'll see you guys next time. If you love the Mind vs. Muscle podcast, want more free content, and you want to support the movement, share this podcast and leave us a five-star rating and review. To get your questions answered on the next episode, see the show notes for our social media handles and hashtag Mind vs. Muscle.